morning. The art of the impossible. The art of the impossible is the fundamental nature of Christianity. The art of the impossible is the fundamental nature of Christianity. Think about that. All things are possible unto us as we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. We're asking once again that you would anoint the word to our hearts and our minds, Father God. And, Father God, as we receive this word, Father God, we will have greater capabilities, Father God, to walk in victory. Through your word, in Jesus' name, amen. The life of a Christian is full of challenges. Sometimes it seems that uh, we are on a roller coaster. We have ups and downs, turns and twists. And it seems like we're headed for a collision course with the world. Um, the enemy desires for us to doubt or abandon our faith in God and his word and his efforts are always attacking us they seem almost endless I mean sometimes you feel like and you get out of one battle and you're right into another one so you know things are wild you know Jesus didn't say we would have a rosy life, but he said uh, all good things will also come through persecution and we'll, we'll, we will go forward in greatness. All right. I want us to turn to the book of Mark. Book of Mark. And Just want to hit a couple of scriptures. Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. In verse 1, Mark 8, 1. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples and unto them and said unto them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have been now with me three days and have nothing to eat. Well, we're just going to stop right there. Jesus always had multitudes around him. Glory to God. And what a blessing it was to come into God's presence. Amen? We sang that one of the songs today, coming into God's presence. It's a blessing. Amen. Now I want us to... Um, Turn to the book, uh, same same place, uh, same chapter. Uh, pardon me, the same book, Mark, and go to the tenth chapter, and uh, we'll look at the verse first again. That's Mark, ten one. And he rose from thence and cometh to the coast of Judea, by the further side of Jordan, and the people restored unto him again, and he was wont as he taught them. 
So I'm going to read from the Amplified. And Jesus left Capernaum and went to the region of Judea and beyond the east of the Jordan. And crowds constantly gathered around him. And as his custom was, he began to teach them again. Crowds are always around Jesus. And he taught them. These people were hungry. Hungry for the things of God. Amen. Amen. I mean, we all need to be hungry. Okay. Now, are you still in chapter 10? We will go to the text that we want to look at. That's chapter 10 of Mark, and this time we're going to go to verse 46. Uh, we're going to look at the events concerning blind Bartimaeus. That's verse 46, chapter 10 of Mark. And they came to Jericho. And they came to Jericho. Thank God he came. Glory to God. Thank God Jesus came into my life. Thank God Jesus came into my family's life. Thank God Jesus came into each and every one of our lives. Glory to God. It opened, our eyes would be open when we, when we find Jesus. If we are struggling, if we were struggling in bondage and in certainty, we were in need of help. And Jesus came, and your blessings are coming through. And your blessings are coming your way. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus' ministry lasted three and a half years. And this was his first journey into Jericho. Wow. His mission... At this point, his mission and purpose was to, to go to Jerusalem for his final Passover. And at the, end's week, at the week's end, his crucifixion. Jericho was out of the way, some 18 miles northeast of Jerusalem. And this added at least two full days from his mission. What's, what's going on here? Why was Jesus sidetracked to go to Jericho? Let's go back to verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people. There's that multitude again. And we find somebody else. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus sat by the highway side begging. Could this be? Jesus came just for Bartimaeus? Well, glory to God. We know that Jesus' fame went throughout all, the, all of Israel, even into the other lands. And wherever he went, a crowd came. Desiring to hear the word, desiring healing, to be set free. Glory to God. And I think when blind Bartimaeus heard of Jesus going to different places, 
and doing great mighty wonders, signs, preaching and teaching. He had a desire to meet Jesus. Wouldn't it be great if you knew where Jesus was going to be in, in some town close by? Would you go there? You know, we have a phenomenon in, in our land right now. Anywhere our president goes, there are huge crowds going to meet this president because he has given this country something to look forward to, something great. And the people want to honor him and see him. But Jesus, on the other hand, had, had the same thing. He had great multitudes following him, wanting to see him. Here is preaching, beset from their bondages. Glory to God, like I said. If Jesus came, was going to be coming into town, I bet you this place would be overrun. Well, he's here. Where are the people? We need to go out and tell them. Hello. So we, we believe that uh, blind Barnabas had been praying and believing. The scripture says that blind Barnabas sat by the wayside begging, begging. He's blind. What is he begging for? Food or some pennies to survive. He had nothing to sell. He was entirely dependent upon others. If he didn't raise a few pennies or somebody didn't give him any food, he starved that day. All he had was his cloak that, was, that fitted about him. Sitting on the wayside, he was an outsider. He wasn't in the main crowd. He was on the outside. He was blind from birth, we find out. And he begged for a living. Now, we said that he had a, his, his clothes. He had a, a type of jacket or a type of shawl type thing. Um, and that shawl was made specifically for blind people. It was a uh, symbol of his blindness. It's much like uh, today, if you see a white cane stick with the red on it, you know it, it, that person is blind. So, you, you know, people move aside or help this individual out. Um, so, being blind, you're in a world of darkness. Think about it. Uh, the New Testament tells us that uh, all men and women, all of us, are blind when we don't know God. The world is entirely in darkness. The world out there for many people is entirely dark because they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus comes to give light. He was a light for all men. Amen. People are blinded by the God of this world, according to uh, second. Well, let's hold your place here and, and mark. Let's go to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. 
chapter 4. Looking at verse 4, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light, Jesus comes the light, the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. So the enemy has blinded people. There are people running around that are blinded to the truth. We need to share the truth. Some of them, they hear the truth, but they don't know where to go. They may be like blind Bartimaeus. Where do I go to find this Jesus? It's up to you and I to meet their need, to share the good news. Thank you for the amen. They are blinded. People's eyes are blinded to John 3.16. God so loved the world that he sent his son to save us. Glory to God. And people are blinded to it. Without Jesus, we are all blind. Think about it. We were blind before Jesus came into our lives. We were outside the kingdom of God. We were in total darkness. Headed for a, the devil's destination, hell. But good news travels fast. Good news travels fast. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blind Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was going to be coming through Jericho. Wow. Now, just because somebody's handicapped with something, a lot of times people that are handicapped, we think they're a little bit sometimes different. Maybe they're stupid, or they're uh, simpleton, or maybe he's just a plain moron. You know, some people have, have certain handicaps. Well, he's a plain moron. But blind Martimaeus was no moron. He was not a simpleton. He was much brighter than a lot of those that were in the crowd. Again, he had heard of Jesus preaching and teaching that signs and wonders followed him in Jesus' ministry. Blind Bartimaeus thought about those signs and wonders, that, those, that great preaching, you know. Would his blindness deprive him of meeting Jesus? Remember, he's on the outside. People thronged about Jesus. I mean, you look at uh, some of the celebrities, you know, they show on, on the news or, and the celebrities are walking into some place and just big crowds get around them. And, and remember, Blind Bartimaeus is way on the outside there and, and the crowds are, you know, oh, look at, you know, so-and-so, let's touch him. And, you know, they want to, you know, they put out their hands and want to high-five him, you know, just, get, just, just to shake their hand or, or something. But here he is, blind Myrimanthus, on the wayside. Oh, wow. Blind Bartimaeus had his ears open, though. Glory to God. Are your ears open this morning, glory, to the wonderful sayings and deeds of the Lord Jesus Christ? What he had done, he heard that 
He had, blind, he had healed a blind man at the pool of Shalom. Or Siloam. Could it be? And could it happen here in Jericho? Hmm. He was glory bound. He was glory bound. He was going to be set free. Now, that huge crowd that's around Jesus. What an opportunity for a blind person to get some food or even get some money from these people. I mean, you know, these people were, a lot of them were going, were headed also to Jerusalem in the Passover. Surely, Somebody would have pity on him. You know, well, you know, here's this guy. He needs something. So they would maybe throw a little bit more extra. Glory to God. He had a great opportunity. All he had to do was say, alms, alms. And people would come by. Well, you know, a lot of times we... I know when, you, when you're around, around some people sometimes and, and you have somebody that's in need and people around you and you're next to that person, sometimes you feel guilty not giving them something. So these people are throwing a little, that little money there and, oh, here's a, well, here's a hamburger I just bought. You can have the hamburger. None of you ever felt that way? <laughs> we were, uh, we just had about... The wife and I had the, this is a few years back, but we had just bought some hamburgers and had a Coke and, you know, something to drink with it. And here was this individual, not dressed very good, you know, tattered clothes. He didn't have a sign up saying, feed me. He was just sitting there. And uh, we had passed him by the wife said, that man's hungry. So we circled the block, came around, rolled the window down. Here's a couple of hamburgers and a drink. He says, a drink too? Some people are just needing that handout to lift them up. And he said, yeah, here's some hamburgers and a drink. Jesus loves you. I said, thank you, thank you. And we drove off to find another place to get a hamburger <laughs> and a drink. But that's what that's that's the situation that blind buyer menace is in. People around, you know, he can yell. All these people. Alms, alms, food, you know, help. Help the needy. Here I am. And here's my coat that says that I'm blind. I'm not faking it. Hello. Oh. Would someone take pity on him? Alms, alms. No, he didn't say alms. He didn't shout alms. Look at verse 47. Mark 10, 47. And when he had heard it was Jesus... Of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, 
Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Son of David, throughout the, in the Old Testament, son of David was reserved for the Messiah. Think about it. He was calling Jesus of Nazareth the son, the Messiah. He had insight in his blindness. Many people that are, many, many of us that have, our, our, have seen the light and come to Jesus are still not operating. We have darkness. Let the son of David, the Messiah, help us out, help you out. Glory to God. The Messiah was King David's greater son. Mercy he sought. Mercy he sought. Look at it. Jesus now, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy upon me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In the following chapters, in Psalms chapter 4, chapter 6, chapter 45, I mean 41, chapter 51, Psalms 109, Psalms 123. You hear the cry of mercy, have mercy upon me. And each of these have mercy on me is directed to Jehovah God. Think about it. Jehovah God. Jehovah, the one who saves. Jehovah, the salvation of the Lord. What was he saying? What was, what was blind Barnabas saying? Jehovah God. My salvation. Have mercy upon me. Glory to God. Blind Bartimaeus, in his crying out, had little encouragement from the crowd around him. Ah, shut up! Keep quiet, you fool! We want to hear what Jesus says. See, religion would have you shut your mouth. Faith will speak out. And when they said, shut up, keep quiet, it didn't stop blind Bartimaeus from, from speaking out. He was desperate. He shouted out the more. I mean shouted. Before he was saying, Son of David, have mercy upon me. And they kept on saying, shut up. And, and, and as Jesus came closer, the, the noise got loud, the crowd got louder, and he yelled out even louder. Oh, glory to God. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. If you know where Jesus is, you'll go there to seek him. Give him your attention. 
and your blessings is about to come upon you if you go out and seek him. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 49. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man. Oh, the guys don't, are not saying, shut up anymore. Oh, the master has, wants to speak to you, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, arise. He calleth you. Oh, now they're nice people. Not saying, shut up, you idiot. He's called you. There were hundreds around Jesus, and Jesus calls for the blind man. Whoa. What will happen? I'll tell you what your happen's going to happen. Your blessings is coming your way. If we call out in desperation, our blessings will come our way, or come your way. Amen? Thank you, Lord. And then as blind Bartimaeus came to Jesus, he cast away his garment. What was his garment? He's signifying he's blind. His need. He threw his garment away. He was saying, I don't need, have a need any longer. That's faith moving out. Again, that garment meant he is blind, but he says, I don't need it anymore. I'm meeting Jesus. Are you meeting Jesus in your need? Have you cried out? Oh, wow. And then Jesus asked him a question. Oh, wow. Verse 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Oh, wow. What a question from God. What do you want from me? If God came up to you today and said, What do you want from me? Boy, some of our minds go, what, what do I got? I mean, we, we might have a list, but he says, what do you want from me? Here, Brian Byron is standing before God, the one who created the world, who raises the dead, who heals the sick, and Jesus asks him, what do you want from me? Wow. What would your answer be? Our answers to the Lord should be precise. Precise, not, not a generality, but precise. Blind Bartimaeus was precise with his question. What do you want from God? Why are you here? Blind Bartimaeus was asking God, of creation. Nothing was impossible to him. God, nothing's impossible to you that I might receive my sight. Personal faith, personal faith will always be rewarded regardless of what the need is or how impossible it seems 
beyond fulfillment. I get the words out sometimes. Uh, just hold your position there. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. In Matthew chapter 9, in verse 29. Look at this. And touching their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith. We receive according to our faith. We have to be precise. Quit running around the barn. Go for it, all right? Hit the target. Your blessing, glory to God, is coming your way this morning. To set, set you free, to set us free, glory to God. Drop down to verse 52 of Mark 10. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. When we first encountered blind Bartimaeus, he was on the roadside, blind and begging. Now he is following Jesus in the way. Wow. He followed him all the way to Jerusalem. And church history, you look up church history, says that Bartimaeus became an elder in the church in Jerusalem and became an effective witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. He followed Jesus. When we, when we see the light, we need to follow Jesus. We shouldn't go wandering around walking, see how close we can get to walk in the world. And We need to follow Jesus all the way. So this morning, glory to God, hallelujah, everyone is on a road. Hmm. There's no exceptions. Every road leads somewhere. Where's your road taking you? Everyone has a destination. The situation is, who are you following? We need to be following Jesus. He's, he's taken the blinders off. He's taken us out of a dark world. He's given us light to see. We need to follow Jesus, just as Bartimaeus did. In the way, the gospel. Once Bartimaeus was blind, now he sees. Jesus can take away our yesterdays. Jesus can take away our yesterdays. We can be free, set free from anything. You know, some of us still walk around with a little handicaps. I'll put it handicaps. Um, maybe they're bad handicaps. Uh, you know, we need to get rid of certain things. And he's asking us to do that. If we're, if we're with Jesus, he wants us to walk the straight and narrow path. See, Jesus will challenge our life. And he will change your life if he'll give us a chance. 
Only Jesus can break the bondages. Money cannot. Education cannot. Buddha can't. Mohammed can't. Go to keep your mar keep your marker there in uh, Mark ten. Let's go to the book of John now. John chapter fourteen. We find in John fourteen. Oh, glory to God. John chapter 14. Verse 6. Jesus said unto him, He says unto us, I am the way. John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the Father, uh, and life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the only way we can, we can travel, the only road we can follow. Why resist it? Why should we resist following Jesus? He's the truth. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus is coming our way. Your blessing is on its way. Glory to God. Go to the book of Luke right now. Luke chapter 1. Jesus is the way. Your blessings are coming through. Verse Luke chapter 1, verse 37, it says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. From the Amplified, For with God nothing is ever impossible, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Glory to God. We have his word. We are in a... In the right direction. Press in. Just as blind Bartimaeus did. And we will see our victories. Jesus coming our way. Let's now, let's look at a few uh, different uh, scriptures. Let's go to the book of uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah 17, verse 7. Blessed is the man or woman that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Do you think Bartimaeus was in that position? I think he was. Let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 40. The book of Psalms, chapter 40. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This should excite us. Psalms 40. Verse 4, Psalms 40, verse 4. Blessed a man that maketh the Lord his trust and respects not the proud, such as not turns aside to lies. We need to trust the Lord. Amen. Psalms, let's go further back into Psalms, or Psalms chapter 9. Psalms chapter 9. Blind Bart uh, Bartimaeus knew this. Psalms 9, verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. O son of David, have mercy upon me. 
He knew the name, and he put his trust in the name. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Glory to God, we need to seek the Lord. We need to rejoice. Hallelujah. The book of Isaiah now. The book of Isaiah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 49 this time. Isaiah chapter 49. We're going to read verse 23, but it's the end that we want to look at. All kings shall, shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy nursing mothers, and they shall bow down to thee with their face towards the earth, and lick up the dust of thy feet. And thou shalt know that I am the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed that wait for me. We're not going to be ashamed that wait for him. Blind Bartimaeus was not ashamed. He sought the Lord. He cried out to the Lord, and he was not ashamed. Uh, let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3 this time. That's Proverbs, chapter 3. Some familiar verses. Proverbs, uh, yeah, Proverbs, chapter 3, looking at verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own understandings, and all thy... Ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and moral to thy bones. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's what we have. It's what you've been given. Let's go to our final scripture. Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 10, Romans chapter 10. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Romans chapter 10. Verse 11. For the scripture saith, whoever shall believeth on him. That's Romans 10, 11. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. From the Amplified, it says, no, the scripture says, No man who believes in him, who adheres or relies on him and trusts in him, will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. We don't have to be disappointed. We don't have to be ashamed if we put our trust in him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Coming your way. Jesus is coming your way. Keep praying and believing because your blessings is coming your way. Well, we sang that song. When I think of the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me, and filled me with the Holy Ghost, it makes you want to shout. I tell you what, I don't, it doesn't go on and say that uh, what happened to Bartimaeus when he got his, had his eyes open, but I think he was shouting. I mean, glory to God, looking into the face of the Messiah. 
We need to shout. Every time, every time you get a victory, you need to shout. And people are going to say, what is wrong with you? I'm giving glory to God. People say, well, you're strange, but you're, you're a good kind of strange because everything that you put your hand to prospers. Why? Because you shout and give God the glory. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. As a child of God, we have been given the upper hand to victory. Your blessings are coming through. So if you're looking for a title, coming your way. Coming your way. Today's June 2nd, and the body of Christ has asked for all Christians on this day to pray specifically for President Trump. This was issued through uh, Franklin Graham. So, since that today is second, we need to pray. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We lift up our president. We thank you, Lord, that you put your hand upon him, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that... Uh, the Jews believe him that he is a resurrection of Cyrus, a heathen king that helped Israel become strong and great. We thank you, Lord, that the nation of Israel, Father God, looks up and prays for President Trump and Father God. We lift up our president. We thank you, Lord, that no weapon that's formed against them shall prosper. I thank you, Lord, that he fulfills the call that you've given him for this country. We ask, Lord, that the eyes of all Christians, Father God, be open, Father God, and pray for our president, for his safety, his protection, and for his family. We thank you, Lord, that he has excellent health. And we thank you, Lord. Now, Father God, as we go our separate ways, we thank you, Lord, that our eyes have been opened, Father God, and that we will follow in the way, Father God, that you've called us to. We thank you, Lord, that we are the blessed, Father God. And like Bartimaeus, Father God, as he followed the Lord, he became great, and he became a great witness, Father God. We ask, Lord, that our lives be a witness, Father God, to those that are in darkness, that they would see the truth and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Savior. We thank you, Lord, once again for being with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Don't forget to pick up your calendar, monthly calendar. Thank you once again. I mean, you got out a little bit early, not as early as usual, but you got a little early. <laughs>